Welcome into the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent on our Friday free for y'all. We have made it to the end of the week, my friend. And we're glad that you could tune in. And if you want to, bring in some friends with you. We'll just have a big old party here on this last day of the week. I'm John Rawl, and this is the show where we indeed discuss all things Dixie. If you want to catch us here on the show, you can do it a couple of different ways. We have a text line, and that's 803-816-1170. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you can call or text that number and reach out to us, whether it's through the text or you can call. And also, we want to hear your sexy voice. 803-816-1170 is the way to do that. Our website is y'all.com. And on Twitter, we can be found at y'all show. We've got a great show coming up today. We are going to, of course, have our Friday free for y'all in hour two, our medley of David Lee Murphy songs. And then we're going to do something a little bit different in our Friday free for y'all in hour two. We often play country music songs, maybe some good Southern rock songs to get us in a good spirit, good move. Well, we're going to get you in the right spirit today. I attended a funeral for my great friend, Red Reynolds, this week, and a song played at the funeral, which is a pretty standard song played at a lot of funerals, but just a very powerful song. We're going to include that in our medley of great music, our montage of awesome music. And that song today is going to come to us from Carrie Underwood. And that will be an hour too, so you don't want to miss it. Cliffhanger. I'm not telling you what it is, but just stay tuned and you'll get a good dose. Also, in hour two, we'll have our hashtag Hullabaloo Friday edition. And we've got some good stuff that has come in on social media that we'll share when that time arrives in hour two. And then we'll close it out in hour two with a look at what's going on in the movies this weekend. And we also will tell you about Sunday's championship weekend in the NFL is Two teams will know Sunday night what two teams will be going to Atlanta to face each other in the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks. So we'll have NFL talk, and we'll also discuss a passage in the NASCAR family. One of the founders of NASCAR died earlier today. We'll tell you about that in our hour two. And here in this hour of the Y'all Show, we've got headlines from across the region. We also will look at the college sports scene for this weekend, plus some news from the college football front and we'll also rewind to an interview from earlier this week, all on today's Y'all Show. A 21-year-old coming Georgia resident, Hasher Jalal Tahib, wanted to trade his car for an anti-tank rocket, guns, and explosives in a plot to storm the White House. And he's been arrested in an FBI sting and charged with attempting to damage or destroy a building owned by the United States using fire or an explosive and it wasn't immediately clear whether Tahib had an attorney who could comment on the allegations. The FBI set up the sting after a local law enforcement agency said in March that it got a tip from someone who had said Tahib had become radicalized, changed his name, and planned to travel abroad, according to an FBI agent's affidavit filed in court. A coincidental FBI source and an undercover FBI agent both made contact with Tahib after he advertised his vehicle for sale in August. But this man from Cumming, Georgia, looking to bring damage, perhaps, in Washington, D.C., and as we said, wanting to attack the White House. Luckily, he's been called and not not good Southerner there, not, not good at all. Luckily, our law enforcement on top of that and got him behind bars. A teacher is accused of giving alcohol and the keys to her vehicle to two West Virginia students 
who were later involved in a crash. And 31-year-old Candace Dick is accused of providing alcohol this week to a 17-year-old and a 15-year-old while at her job at Tug Valley High School. A criminal complaint filed in Mingo County, West Virginia, says that after giving the students the alcohol, Dick then gave them the keys to her vehicle and let them drive to the gas station to buy food. And that's when the 15-year-old lost control and crashed the cars. The teens were taken to a hospital to be treated for their injuries. Dick was charged with offenses, included two counts of child neglect, creating the risk of injury. Not sure if she's got a lawyer, but giving alcohol and then saying, hey, go on down there to the store and get me get get you something to eat and they wreck luckily no one it looks like is hurt but my goodness what an idiotic teacher and an idiotic decision making there going on and she's going to pay the price senator Rand paul of kentucky will undergo surgery in canada next week for a hernia and this is all coming from the assault that he had in 2017 by his neighbor who was later sentenced to a prison term and Senator Paul will have to pay out of pocket for the outpatient procedure at the Shoulders Hernia Hospital in Thornhill, Ontario. And this procedure is an estimated cost between $5,000 and $8,000. And Rand Paul, a physician himself, he's been a staunch critic of socialized medicine, but going to a hospital that receives a majority of its funding from the Ontario government is where he's heading to. And the hospital, according to their website, also accepts cash checks or credit cards for patients like Rand paul last june paul filed a civil lawsuit against his neighbor dr renee boucher who pleaded guilty to assaulting a member of congress and was sentenced to 30 days in jail and fined ten thousand dollars boucher later countersued and this whole brouhaha between neighbors there in bowling green kentucky was over brush that boucher alleged paul had stacked near boucher's property and then they got into fisticuffs and Rand Paul was beat up pretty bad. And as he said, this is all this hernia surgery that he's going to have in Canada next week, all a byproduct of that confrontation back in 2017 <laughs> neighbors and neighbors don't always get along in Nashville on Saturday. They will have inauguration ceremonies for Bill Lee. He becomes the state's new governor, but they're having to move all of the festivities inside because they expect rain and thunderstorms in Nashville on Saturday. This event was supposed to take place at Legislative Plaza, but now it's been moved inside to War Memorial Auditorium in downtown Nashville, not far from the Tennessee State House. So if you're planning on going to Nashville to see Bill Lee be the new governor of the state of Tennessee, the event starts at 11 a.m. Saturday morning. It's free and open to the public. Admission will be based on the venue capacity of War Memorial Auditorium. So a little bit of a limited audience can see it as opposed to if it were outside like it had been planned, but can't do anything about Mother Nature. Lee is participating in the events this weekend as he's sworn in to replace term-limited Republican Governor Bill Haslam. But Bill Lee, a political newcomer, I don't think he'd ever run for office before, was a dark horse, and he ends up being... Tennessee's new governor and will be sworn into office on Saturday. A former NFL player tackled a peeping Tom outside his daughter's window. And this happened in Florida. Former NFL player Tony Beckham, who played for the Tennessee Titans and the Detroit Lions, he caught a man who was allegedly peering into his 15-year-old daughter's window and was masturbating, according to a report. And Tony Beckham 
made the alleged discovery and thought he noticed something by his residence. And he said he looked outside and he saw a white male standing by his window and trying to get into a better position. And that's when Beckham went into action and chased after the person, caught him, and and the authorities ended up coming. But this man now in custody, Jeffrey Cassidy is the man taken into custody by the Palm Beach County, Florida Sheriff's Office after being, as we said, allegedly outside this former NFL player's daughter's window and doing bad things. Online records for the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office showed that Cassidy was being held on a $1,500 bond and was charged with lewd and lascivious behavior. A hotel dishwasher in Florida was forced to work Sundays, and now she's being awarded $21 million. And Marie Jean-Pierre, a 60-year-old Miami woman, was being forced to work at a hotel in the Miami area, and her employer failed to honor her religious beliefs and repeatedly scheduled her to work on Sundays and then eventually fired her. She worked there from 2006 to, to 2016 when she was fired for missing work, and this hotel fired her, and she sued Marie Jean Pierre. And although the jury did award her that $21.5 million settlement, her own attorney says she will likely get about a half million dollars because punitive damages are capped in federal court. The former Conrad Miami hotel worker suing and getting a big victory because of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 coming into play. Pierre is a member of a Catholic missionary group and she had hoped to attend church. I find that hard to believe that the hotel at the time did not cooperate with her and they're having to pay a big penalty for their stupidity. A pastor in Charlotte says he prayed with a knife-wielding attacker before suffering cuts to his face. Larry James, the pastor at the South End Presbyterian Church in the Charlotte area, encountered this knife-wielding man on Wednesday, and then he tried to pray with him before the man snapped. The suspect, who was linked to a pair of armed robberies, later was shot and killed by a police officer in the parking lot of a nearby shopping center. And James said that he felt he, I thought I was an easy mark to get some money when he said he was going to kill me. I said, not today. I never believed that was going to happen. The suspect identified as 32 year old Michael Daniel Kelly. He rang a doorbell to the church before he encountered the pastor and asked about becoming a Christian. And James said the two prayed together. But as they walked out, he turned to me with a box knife and said, I will kill you. Give me the money. Give me your telephone. Give me your car and your keys. So the pastor said he fought back. He has received, the pastor received treatments for the cuts on his face. And then the man took off and, as we said, later killed by police. Scary sore there from the Queen City and Charlotte. If you fly into Louisville, Kentucky, you're going to have a new airport name to fly into. It will no longer be the Louisville International Airport as the hometown of Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay, is now renaming its airport to the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. This was announced by the Louisville Regional Airport Authority, and it was announced on the day that would have been Muhammad Ali's 77th birthday. And in a release, the mayor, Greg Fisher of Louisville, said, Muhammad Ali belonged to the world, but he only had one hometown, and fortunately that is our great city of Louisville, 
Muhammad became one of the most well-known people to ever walk the earth and has left a legacy of humanitarianism and athleticism that has inspired billions of people. And his widow, Lonnie Ali, said in a news release from the board that she's proud of the name change. She said that Ali was a global citizen and he never forgot his hometown of Louisville, Kentucky, born Cassius Marcellus Clay Jr., Growing up, grew up in a one-story wood frame house in Louisville, a city there along the banks of the Ohio River. And he, again, would have been celebrating his 77th birthday had he still been alive this week. A Waffle House in West Columbia, South Carolina, has stayed open even after a truck crashed into it. Gregory Alexander Maxwell, a 27-year-old, was leading officers on a high-speed chase around 2 a.m. yesterday, and he ended up exiting a highway and attempted to pull into the Waffle House parking lot, but missed crashing his truck into the side of the Waffle House, and the crash left a gaping hole, and photos of that show dust and debris covering the whole restaurant's floor. Luckily, no one got hurt at the Waffle House on Airport Boulevard near the Columbia Metro Airport in West Columbia, South Carolina. And despite the damage, that restaurant kept on serving customers. And even though people were inside the restaurant when the crash occurred, good news, as we said, no one hurt. And and they just kept on working. How about that? And the the chain stayed open, as often Waffle Houses do. But yeah, despite a truck ramming through, and I've seen the photos of this, thanks to the local Fox television station in Columbia, South Carolina, scary scene there. And hopefully Mr. Maxwell, the man causing this accident behind bars for a while as his truck hit crashed into a Waffle House. Hey, when you're running from the cops, probably not a good idea to try to escape by going into a Waffle House parking lot, but that's that's just me. And finally, also coming from the Palmetto State, prisoners in South Carolina are in for a technological treat as corrections officials are looking to provide them with computer tablets to avoid the use of contraband cell phones. The computer tablets will be unveiled as part of a technology program that officials hope will stop the smuggling of phones into prisons. And the devices will allow inmates to make calls home at a cheaper rate than the pre-existing phone calling programs. And will also provide access to preloaded educational materials and pre-approved streaming movie and music services through a secure Wi-Fi network. And officials in the Palmetto State hope the tablets will make the idea of a smuggled-in cell phone less attractive to inmates. Cell phones are illegal, but are smuggled in to the state's institutions by the thousands. That's a pretty good way. I don't know what kind of freedom that these officials will give the inmates. Officials have said that a riot at a Lee Correctional Institute in April of 2018, in which seven inmates died, was sparked over a fight over contraband, including cell phones. And one former correction officer, Robert Johnson, was nearly killed in 2010 in a hit orchestrated by an inmate using a cell phone. So these people, just like in modern society, inmates are addicted to cell phones and then they get caught and they've got to go to jail and the withdrawal, they just got to have that interaction. Some people don't know how to survive without a cell phone. And I guess that goes for prisoners too. And Perhaps this is a way to reward inmates who've been on their best behavior, giving them some kind of tablet. Make them pay for it, though. That's my only suggestion. Let them do things to earn it in addition to good behavior. But I'm not in charge of the South Carolina 
prison system. So I guess I'll just have to sit back and, and watch. That's a look at headlines. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we are going to talk about college sports going on this weekend. We've got some college basketball games of note to tell you about. And we'll also give you the latest with a little college football news, including the athletic director of the University of Tennessee and a former head football coach on Rocky Top. He's in a little bit of hot water. We'll tell you about it after the break on the Y'all Show. Your skin does a lot for you. It endures the cold and sun and nights when you sleep with your makeup on. Tell it you love it back during the Love Your Skin event at Ulta Beauty with brands like Philosophy, Dermalogica, and Clinique. All 50% off with Daily Beauty Steals. Plus, licensed skin experts will give your skin the love it deserves with customized facial treatments that fit your needs and goals. Hurry in now through January 26th for a gift with purchase from brands like Mario Badescu, Peter Thomas Roth, and Murad. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Shaquille O'Neal here. If you battle back or hip pain or knee or shoulder pain, you don't have to tough it out. You can just turn it off with Smart Relief from Icy Hot. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that safely block pain at the nerve level. It's simple, easy to use, and it's been clinically tested to start providing immediate relief for hours, even after you turn it off. So if you're battling pain, let Icy Hot help you win that battle. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. Use only as directed. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. Many experts warn of a stock market crash any day now. And if it's anything like the last two crashes, you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings in the Wall Street casino. Can you afford to lose half of your retirement savings again? Hey, you don't have to lose a penny because there's a better, safer way to save for retirement. And you can learn all about it in a free report. This is the report Wall Street and big banks desperately hope you never see. Why? Because this method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. It lets you take back control of your money and finances and it gives you penalty free access to your savings plus it beats the pants off any 401k or ira these are uncertain times so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security to get this free report go to bankonyourself.com right now that's bankonyourself.com bankonyourself.com We're back into the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent with your host, John Rawl. Hope you're doing well here as we have our final show of the week. And I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. In fact, today we're doing something a little different here on the Y'all Show. And perhaps we can grade ourselves after this show is complete. Unlike most shows where I come in with plenty of liquid in me, I, I drink a lot, usually water. But today I've had a little bit of apple juice because... I've had a complete meal prior to coming to do this show. So I don't often do the show when my belly's full, but I, I pigged out before the show. So hopefully my performance today is good and, and you'll enjoy it. And perhaps you'll notice an improvement. If not, then I just need to keep doing what I've been doing and come in here usually with a very empty stomach, just longing for completing the show so I can get me a good meal. That's my reward for finishing a great episode of y'all usually is to eat. But today I ate beforehand and we'll see if there's any difference. Perhaps because I ate beforehand, 
I might have what happens to a lot of people after they eat a big meal. They'll sit here and they'll be working. And then all of a sudden, they'll just kind of drift off a little bit. And then before you know it, the all show, John Rawls, your host might be. Maybe not. Let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> All right. Here on the Y'all Show, let's dive into some college sports news, both from football and college basketball on the college front here on our Friday spotlight of all things college sports. And the University of Miami looks like they're going to have a quarterback transfer in from Ohio State, Tate Martell. And he's already flown to South Florida, where he's become kind of a, a cult favorite there as people wished him well after he arrived at the airport in the Miami area, and they already are just throwing out all kinds of praise his way, and he's in the final stages of enrolling at the University of Miami. So we'll see what happens with this man. I don't remember much about him when he skippered to the Ohio State Buckeyes because, of course, they've had multiple quarterbacks in recent years under Urban Meyer. But now that Urban Meyer is no longer coaching, at least as head coach of Ohio State, one of his former players, Tate Martell, taking his talent elsewhere and it looks like he'll be a hurricane when it's all said and done phil former the athletic director at tennessee and the former head coach of the volunteers well he did something he should not have done and now tennessee has had to report a minor ncaa violation that involved former instructing offensive linemen during a football practice what was he thinking of course he could go out there and do it he's an expert at that but he's no longer a coach This violation was one of eight level three athletics violations that Tennessee reported over the past six months of 2018. Fulmer was attending a September 11th practice when he gave instructions to two offensive linemen, and that violates an NCAA bylaw limiting that type of instruction to official members of the coaching staff. School officials said he was acting on instinct and that his communication with the two players lasted less than 30 seconds. And Fulmer was prevented from attending football practice for five days as part of the SEC's penalty. SEC, not NCAA there. I'm not sure if the NCAA has weighed in on this, but he's. this has all been reported to the NCAA. Phil Fulmer still got that coach in him, and he wanted to go out there and help the Vols win some ball games. I don't remember who they played that week. Perhaps that was the week of the Florida game that Tennessee went down in flames. And, of course, their season Sort of went down in flames as they did not have a winning record and lost to Vanderbilt for a third straight year. Good gosh. Texas Longhorns quarterback Shane Buchel is exploring a transfer. He started 19 games for the Horns before losing the job to Sam Ellinger this past season. And he's informed uh, University of Texas coaches that he wants to explore leaving for another school as a graduate transfer. And Texas has confirmed Buchel is in the, I love this term that has come out in the last year, the NCAA transfer portal. I'm going to the transfer portal. Buchel is scheduled to graduate from Texas in May and has two years of eligibility remaining. Sources have said that SMU is a potential landing spot for Buchel after the Mustangs lost all-time leading passer Ben Hicks, who announced earlier this week that he's leaving for the University of Arkansas as a graduate transfer. But Texas will be down, it looks like, uh, to the the one quarterback that did a good job for them this year, Sam Ellinger, as it looks like Buchel, going to take his talents elsewhere outside of Austin. Now to basketball news, and the TCU Horned Frogs point guard Jalen Fisher 
is out for the season. It will not return to the Horn Frog program. He played his last game for the Horn Frogs. Coach Jamie Dixon announced on Thursday that the often injured junior is out for the season and won't return to the program. He said he talked with Jalen. It's been determined that we will not play this season or in the future. We want to thank Jalen for all his contributions to the program and wish him all the best in the future. And it's been confirmed that Fisher is transferring out and he will remain enrolled at TCU and continue to rehabilitate his injured knee. And Fisher played in 61 games over three seasons at TCU, averaging 10.9 points per game and 4.2 assists. So with all those injuries, you have to wonder just what kind of future he might have transferring perhaps to another college. By the way, the Horned Frogs are going to be away from Fort Worth. They'll be traveling to Manhattan to take on Kansas State on Saturday of this week. More action in college basketball and looking at the standings. If you've seen the latest rankings of what's going on in college basketball, Duke, which had a midweek loss this week, they right now are atop. They got most of the votes for number one in the AP poll, and they are sitting there comfortably. But in the coaches' poll, they are number two because the Virginia Cavaliers, the still undefeated Virginia Cavaliers, are number one in the coaches' poll. So Duke and Michigan flip-flopping there in the respective polls. The Tennessee Vols, they are ranked in the top three. They are number three right now, both in the coaches' poll and the AP poll. In the AP poll, the Virginia Cavaliers coming in at number four. And let's see, other Southern teams of note, the Texas Tech Red Raiders, they had a big win against Texas over the weekend. And now this time they're 15-1 and overall and ranked number eight in the country. Virginia Tech in the AP poll is ranked ninth. Florida State is 11th. The Kentucky Wildcats come in at number 12 in the latest AP poll. UNC, which has struggled a little bit of late, and they are number 13 in the AP poll. The Auburn Tigers still in the top 15. They're ranked number 14 in the coaches poll. And they're rather, I'm sorry, they're 12 in the coaches poll and 14 in the AP poll. The Wolfpack of NC State come in at number 17 in the AP poll. The Mississippi Landsharks are 18. They'll probably slip out. They lost a midweek game to LSU. The Oklahoma Sooners are ranked 20th. Houston, the Cougars, man, it's kind of a good thing to see Houston back in college basketball's ranks. They are number 21 right now. And finally, the Mississippi State Bulldogs, they're 12 and 3 overall, ranked 24th in the latest AP college basketball poll. As far as the schedule of games going on in the ACC tomorrow, you've got North Carolina at Miami, NC State's at Notre Dame, Pitt plays Syracuse, Wake Forest and Virginia Tech get together, and you've got Louisville traveling to Atlanta to take on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets at McCamish Pavilion. Virginia is at Duke in the SEC tomorrow. Florida and Georgia get together. Arkansas is at Mississippi. Alabama travels to Rocky Top to take on Tennessee. Missouri is at Texas A&M. The Kentucky Wildcats, they play in Auburn against the Tigers. The South Carolina Gamecocks travel to Baton Rouge where they take on the LSU Tigers. And finally, Mississippi State heads to Memorial Gymnasium in Nashville where they've got a date lined up with the Vanderbilt Commodores in the Big 12. KU ranked number seven in the country. They are in Morgantown to take on the West Virginia Mountaineers. TCU is at Kansas State. The Texas Tech Red Raiders, who I said were ranked number eight in the country. They travel to Waco to take on the Baylor Bears. OSU, Oklahoma State, travels to Iowa State. 
And Oklahoma visits Austin to take on the Texas Longhorns. That's going on in the Big 12. And let's give a small conference a little love here in our spotlight of college basketball. We'll pick the OVC. Why not? Austin P. they're going to be in Charleston to take on the Eastern Illinois Panthers. The Tennessee State Tigers in Nashville. Well, they they live in Nashville, but they'll be, they'll be going to a different part of Nashville to take on the Belmont Bruins on Saturday. In Moorhead, Kentucky, the Moorhead State Eagles will be hosting the UT Martin Skyhawks. SEMO, Southeast Missouri State, travels to Eastern Kentucky. The Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles will be visiting the Jacksonville State Gamecocks on Saturday. And Murray State is at SIU Edwardsville. And that's a very brief look at all that's going on with college basketball this week. And we told you earlier about some college football news. And that's our college sports spotlight here on this Friday edition of the Y'all Show. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have a rewind to earlier this week. We'll play a portion of an interview we did that you don't want to miss. All that and more coming up on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a Southern accent. Yeah, well, Kyle's not here. How come? Kicked off the team. Didn't Tim tell you? Kyle and some other kids got caught drinking beer in the park a couple of nights ago. Really? Yeah. Zero tolerance. He's out for the season. Come on, it's a first offense, right? That we know of. But why should that matter? He knew not to drink. I've made it clear to Matt, that's what we expect from him. What have you said to Tim? Um, nothing really. You know, a lot of kids try it at this age, so... Yeah, well, a lot of kids don't try it, too. I'm not saying that Matt's going to be this perfect kid, but if I don't tell him what we expect and why he shouldn't drink, how's he going to know? You think kids that age really listen? (laughs) They never admit it, Bill, but they hear more than you think. Talk. They hear you. For more information about talking with kids about underage drinking, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Ever wonder why Europeans seem to speak so many languages? Maybe it's because they use Babbel, the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Babbel's award-winning technology gets you speaking right away, whether you're learning Spanish, French, or German. And best of all, you'll remember what you've learned. I always thought I was bad at languages, but after using Babbel, I can tell you I was just taught the wrong way. Using Babbel's 10 to 15 minute lessons, you can be speaking confidently in your new language within weeks. I was amazed that I could start having real life conversations right away. It was so fast. Now I'm speaking Spanish. Woohoo! <laughs> no wonder Babbel is the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Try it for yourself and see why Babbel is the quick way to get conversational in a new language, like Spanish, French, or more. You can try Babbel for free. Go to Babbel.com or download the app and try it for free. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com, or download the app to try it for free. That's Babbel.com. Strictly out of curiosity, what would happen if you got with me? Kissing you would hit the spot with me Come on, skip a couple rocks with me Give me any of your heart tonight Ain't no reason that we need to be apart tonight I got something we can start tonight Looking at you, girl, it's hard to fight Those stars need to be wished on Your skin needs to be kissed on My eyes, baby, they're fixed on you In your snapback T-shirt, your favorite 
And welcome back into the Y'all Show Friday edition. We've got a good hour two heading your way in just a few minutes. You don't want to miss out on a special song we'll be playing in our montage of great music. Also, we'll have hashtag hullabaloo. And we always, it's amazing what we find when we go on the world of social media. And we sure have some good stuff coming your way in just a few minutes when we have that. And then we'll wrap up hour two with a look at the movies, the new, new, new things coming out this weekend, as well as NFL action coming up Sunday. It's going to be the AFC championship game and the NFC championship game. Got a big game in New Orleans as the Saints and the Los Angeles Rams face off against each other. And then also in the South, in Kansas City, the Chiefs welcome in the New England Patriots for a big game. We'll find out if which teams from the South, if any, punch their ticket to Atlanta for the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks. All that coming in hour two, plus a passage in NASCAR. One of the giants of NASCAR died earlier today. We'll tell you who that is. Don't miss out on all the NASCAR coverage coming your way in hour two. But here as we close down hour one, we rewind on the Y'all Show to Wednesday. We have Precious Harris stop by with her country music news and notes. And we had a good time talking about Loretta Lynn and other great country music news and notes with Precious earlier this weekend. Why not give Precious a little extra love here on this Friday? It's the January thing to do. And and so we're going to rewind now and have a portion of our conversation with Precious Harris, who has NashvilleMusicLine.com, and she has the book College of Songology. And you can go to collegeofsongology.com and learn more about the music industry. Precious is a real insider on that. And she shares her knowledge of songwriting royalties and how to get cut and how to be a singer, songwriter, and more. Collegeofsongology.com, the way to find out. But let's go back to Wednesday when Precious was our special guest and we talk a little country music with her. I heard that song once called Coal Miner's Daughter and Born in butcher's holler so yeah we know all about it. she's from a different part of the commonwealth than you're from she's from the east 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 and you're from the west yeah she's almost to west virginia line she's yeah. in the coal you know her daddy was a coal miner that's what he died of the black lung disease and uh but i've, I've actually got to spend some time with her twin one of her twins in the last three or four months and so she's even though she's had a you know had a little a little almost like the flu but little bug thing but she's back on track and doing really good, so I'm excited for her. You know, she's nominated for a Grammy, and uh, and uh, so I'm excited about that. So Loretta, Loretta is now 86 years young and a music legend, not just in country music, but everything she's done throughout her career. And Precious, not only are we promoting Loretta Lynn here on the Y'all Show, but evidently a lot of people are are getting ready to promote Loretta Lynn in a big way as they get ready to celebrate her birthday in April. They're going to have a a once-in-a-lifetime music event for Loretta. Tell us about it. Yeah, well, some of the people that that has jumped on board once they announced they were looking for people to play for her birthday party, listen to this line of who's who, okay? Uh, it's actually a, a bigger, better lineup than what of the who's who you would see at the Grammys for the country division, but it's got uh, Alan Jackson, Randy Clark, Darius Rucker, Garth Brooks, George Strait, hmm. Mr. Yes, Jack White, which is her producer, Casey Musgraves, Keith Urban, Little Big Town, who actually 
I've loved her, adored her. And actually, um, uh, Kimberly um, is actually probably one of the biggest Loretta Land fans you've ever met in your life. The blonde, curly little girl from Little Big Town. Margot Price, who's also nominated for a Grammy. And Martina McBride, Miranda Lambert, Pistol Annie's, and Trisha Yearwood are the first guests announced. So we still are two months out from April the 1st. And this is already who's the people have jumped on board. So I'm excited for it for Loretta and her family. This will be the Loretta Lynn and all-star birthday celebration concert taking place on April Fool's Day at Nashville's Bridgestone Arena. And Precious, one of the neat things about this concert, net proceeds from ticket sales will benefit the Opry Trust Fund and the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. Pretty cool. It is, yeah. I didn't go to Loretta. I mean, I'm just so... But she's one of those most humble, giving artists, country stars you'll ever meet. Um, I had a friend of mine from Kentucky, no pun intended, that actually played her named Emily Portman. If you go to YouTube, you can't tell the difference if you shut your eyes. But Loretta loves Emmy, em- Emily. and uh, But she played her on the, you know, on the tribute with Conway and Twitty. You know, the Conway and Twitty tribute show that was like 10, 12 years ago. Anyway, uh, she was the lead, and Glenn Templeton played Conway, which is actually one of my current clients. So it was pretty cool to see a Kentucky girl play a Kentucky girl on that uh, that, that uh, USA tour when they did that, the Conway Twitty Tribute Show. But yeah, I'm excited for Miss Loretta. And as you referenced, she's had a real health scare in the last couple of months, but you're saying she's back up and going at it right now. Yeah, she's back up and going uh a friend of mine said, you know, she's has a little office in her house and she's back at it, her and her daughter. And she's very much um, has an input in her career. She really does. So I'm, I cannot wait to see uh, what who else is going to be announced for the concert. Well, I so. can't believe Loretta Lynn, thankfully, thank the good Lord that she's lived as long as she has. Not because of the crazy world of being a country music superstar that she is, but for many, many years Loretta Lynn has had her own restaurant in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee, and I don't know how anybody that had their own restaurant could live past 50. <laughs> I know. No, she actually had one in Franklin, Tennessee, where Marty Brown's now. Oh, okay. He just, or he just got a new deal with Plowboy. But anyway, she had one there till about three or four years ago, and they had to close it down because just trying to make the trips from Hurricane Mills to Franklin, Tennessee to keep everything running with her team and staff and her family did a lot of the work. It was just too much. So they just keep the one open at hurricane meals. Yeah. Well, I've not had a chance to have a meal there, but there's another restaurant right across the parking lot that I have been to there in hurricane meals and well worth the effort to go to either one of those places. When If you're traveling on interstate 40 between Nashville and Memphis, pull in there and have a good meal. And why not go to hurricane meals and, and go to Loretta Lynn's place first? I think you would enjoy it. Precious, I just heard you say George Strait was a part of this Loretta Lynn concert. Well, I just read where the king of country music, the Texas troubadour, the modern Texas troubadour, no offense to Ernest Tubb, but George Uh Strait was just in Nashville, I think this past weekend, singing alongside Willie Nelson and a similar deal for Loretta. They're having a star-studded deal for Willie Nelson. What do you know about that event? Uh, I know that he's got uh, – they actually had the red carpet. I'll tell you who was there. Uh, Bobby Bear was there. Uh, a friend of mine was on the red carpet covering some of the interviews. Um, but Willie, you know, he lives in Hawaii, believe it or not, Yeah. Uh, with his wife and two sons. And it's his third wife. And she keeps like a recluse, but she's the one who actually brought him the true, true love. 
and she was a makeup artist, and he met her uh, on the set of Stagecoach. Oh. Well, but yeah, but uh, the whole there's a bunch of the classic country artists came out. I think Kid Rock came out, of course, which I thought was really cute. Um, but yeah, Bobby Bear was uh, my friend represents Bobby Bear, and he was there, and he's still going. You know, and he's in his 80s too. Wow. You know, he's he's still rocking and rolling, and his son. Uh, Bobby Bear Jr. has been in the alternative rock scene for years and very successful at his gig. He actually used to be a roommate to a friend of mine in Nashville that owns a, a very famous record store called Grimey's. <laughs> but they used to be roommates, Bobby Bear's son, Bobby Bear Jr. and Grimey's. So, yeah, how, it, how in the world did you – I'm trying to decipher your Kentucky ease. Grimey's? What are you saying? Grimey's. G R I M E Y S, Grimey's uh, Record Shop. Okay, yeah, see. Grimey's um, Record Shop. Yeah, uh, it's very famous. Yeah, uh, it was the, voted one of the top 10 in the United States. But yeah, he and I went to Bowling Green, Kentucky. We <laughs> went to college together there. So oh, it, no more about Kentucky. Y'all went, to, y'all went to Bowling Green uh, State University? Well, actually, it's Western Kentucky. I, I know. Bowling Green's up in, <laughs> I think it's in Ohio or Indiana. But, yeah, WKU, I'm just teasing you. I know all about them hilltoppers. Oh, yeah. I love them. Oh, I mean, I love them. I'm sure, you know, you, I'm sure you do. You're allowed to. It's college basketball season, Precious. I know. I got to love my team, you yeah. know. But my true heart is blue. My second true heart is red, just saying. Uh, blue and red. All right. Hey, let's talk about this group that I have really become a big fan of. And I'm not a big fan of most of your modern hit makers in country music, but this band is just different. Different because they're cool, they've got a different sound, and they just make good music. I'm talking about Old Dominion, plus I love their name as well. But they've just announced a bunch of dates to their 2019 Make It Sweet Arena Tour. What do we know about that? Okay, well, I will tell you about Miss Old Dominion. I, I see them a lot. Uh, actually, last year, a couple of them had a couple of number one songs. Trevor Rosen, who's in them, and Matthew Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then Brad had a number one song with uh, Luke Bryan. And I can't remember if it was the 17th or 18th song, number one song. Isn't that terrible <laughs> when you can't remember if it's the 17th or 18th song? Isn't that just terrible? I know for the number one, I know, because he had his 17th, 18th, and 19th number one all in one big party. It was huge. Um, but anyway, but what they've got, some of the special guests, I think it's because I'm sort of excited about it. Because one of them, even though he's from Louisiana, he is one of the sweetest people I've ever met. And his name is Jordan Davis. And I think when we went to his number one party for Single You Up, mm-hmm. he was up to 240 million streams. God, that's all. Or 240 million impressions. That is a, a buttload, excuse my language, yeah. for a brand new kid out of Louisiana. And he, it was the funny part. I saw him as a morning party. I'm talking to him. I'm telling him that I have another kid from Louisiana and my former boss, who's a hit writer, Randy Boudreaux, who wrote Alibis and Goodnight, Sweetheart, and Who Needs a Baby is from Louisiana. So I told him that, you know, I just, I have a lot of good friends close to me from Louisiana. And he said, oh, and I told him, Guy Riggin, my client from Louisiana, he goes, oh, I opened up for Guy last year. And it was like so funny because I'm thinking, go, what? You opened up for my client and you're sitting here in number one party with 248 streams. Okay, well, I guess it's time for full circle. And, of course, Morgan Evans, he has a number one party this week for Kiss Somebody. And then Mitchell Tenpenny and then the kid that I used to work with, Michael Ray, 
and another, I call them kids because they're way younger than me. I just sound like I'm 16, you know. Yeah. But Carlton Anderson, uh, I've been knowing his people for years. And I knew him, I think it was in 2010 when he was trying to get things going and he was just having a hard time. But I'm so glad to see his name on that list because they're great. And, of course, Brandon Lay. And there's a couple of other ones. Depends on which select shows it is and then the Washboard Union. They're really reaching out to some of the people that support them along the way. You know, and help spread the love of being an opening act. So that's a good thing. But it kicks off uh, the 18th, like this Friday, um, in in Illinois, and it's a sold out. It's a sold out show this Friday is. So. At All State Arena in Chicago, Illinois, the Make It Sweet Tour commences for Old Dominion. As far as stops in the South, they'll be in Durant, Oklahoma, on February 2nd. Athens, Georgia, at the Aikens Ford Arena. That will be there on the 27th of February. Asheville, North Carolina at U.S. Cellular Center on February 28th. They'll be in my old stomping ground in North Charleston, South Carolina. The North Charleston Coliseum, March 1st. Houston, March 4th. Pensacola, March 7th. Tallahassee, March 8th. And then in Plant City, Florida, March 10th. Then they go back up north. And I don't want to promote when they go north of the Mason-Dixon line here on the <laughs> Y'all show. I will say they've just added a date in Nashville, May 3rd. Oh, yeah, by the way, there will be in Tupelo at the Bank Corps South Arena in North Mississippi, April 13th. That's one of the newly added dates. Then they'll be at the Ascend Amphitheater in Nashville on May 3rd. That's a just announced date. So Old Dominion, Dominion, check them out in concert. Matthew Ramsey, the lead singer of that, he's had a health scare or two. Hasn't he been off the road a little bit because of that? Yes, I don't know a lot about it because they've sort of been keeping it under wraps. Okay. But I, I do know that everything is getting back to normal, which is why that they started adding more dates. Okay. Precious, I know at Western Kentucky University, you took a whole bunch of business classes. And when you're in any kind of business class, you look at charts and you see the downward trend of activity. And I'm sitting here, I don't know how scientific wikipedia is but according to wikipedia they track old dominion's record sales for their singles and uh-huh. their first single that was a big seller selling seven hundred nineteen thousand units was break up with him back in 2015 uh-huh. well yeah. get this that single sold that amount the next song snap back 413 thousand the next one song for another time 309 thousand followed by no such thing as a broken heart at 247 written in the sand 246 and then this last song that i love called hotel key sales of only 105,000 units for that single what a difference between 719 and 105 for both songs of both both of which top the chart that's crazy yeah yeah, but I know, I know, I know why that is, though. All right, tell me, boss. Those are those are those are physical sales, okay, of the record downloaded on iTunes. Uh, you know, anything to do like that, iTunes, anything like that. But what's happened is the country music age is getting younger, so you have the younger group streaming, but that's not streaming sales. That's just, you know, download sales. So it's a bit of a difference. Big so difference. What has happened, huge difference. It just goes to show that in the last three years that the the country fans has gotten younger and a little bit more techy. So then the streaming has actually gone up by 22%. I was at a CMA uh, conference not too long ago, and that's why the streaming 
the listeners are getting younger. The streamings are going up. So that's why you see a diminished uh, sales, even though it's we knew it was a massive hit. Snapback was a massive hit. Even though the sales were down, the streams went up by 50% on that one. Always a good time when we catch up with Precious Harris, NashvilleMusicLine.com, and the author of College of Songology. Precious, a good friend, and always bringing good information here, and in a very funny way. At least we hope that comes across in our interviews with Precious. Good, good person. Good people, as we say in Dixie. Well, hang on, y'all. When we come back an hour or two, we'll get it going with our fun. We've got David Lee Murphy music. We've got a special religious-based song that we're going to play for you that I think will get you in the right mood for the weekend. And then we'll have hashtag hullabaloo. Always fun to have good stuff from that. And then we'll close it out with a look at the movies, a look at the NFL, and a passage in the NASCAR family. All that ahead an hour or two of the Friday Y'all Show with the General John Rawl. Your skin does a lot for you. It endures the cold and sun and nights when you sleep with your makeup on. Tell it you love it back during the Love Your Skin event at Ulta Beauty with brands like Philosophy, Dermalogica, and Clinique. All 50% off with Daily Beauty Steals. Plus, licensed skin experts will give your skin the love it deserves with customized facial treatments that fit your needs and goals. Hurry in now through January 26th for a gift with purchase from brands like Mario Badescu, Peter Thomas Roth, and Murad. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Hey, this is Shaq. When I was playing ball, our team doctors helped me overcome pain with something called TENS therapy. And Icy Hot Smart Relief is that same kind of therapy. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that immediately start blocking pain. Back, hip, knee, or shoulder pain. Even works for hours after you turn it off. Man, this Smart Relief so smart, they should call it Shaq Relief. Ooh, I like that one. Somebody write that down for me. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. Get my lawyer on the phone. You need to patent that. Use only as directed. It's the Friday tradition, David Lee Murphy party crowd here on the Friday Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. Let's get it going, David Lee. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery looking for some company. And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming it back and laughing out loud with the smoke so thick, the blues can't hang around. With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall Just where the heck's my truck so take my keys and lock them up tight And let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young And I'm on the road tonight I'm 
With the two fights jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party Yes, and tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming them back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around It's Friday, let's hear ya, turn your radio up Fox jumping like it just don't care If you're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd It is the Y'all Show Looking for a party crowd Slamming them back And laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick The blues can't hang around But we want you to hang around Because this is the show all about Dixie Jumping like you just don't care If they're dancing over here are fighting over there on the Y'all Show. Yes, welcome back, David Lee Murphy, and a great song from the early 90s from him, and we've got another good one coming right now from David Lee Murphy. Man, we just mix it up right, and we always thank David Lee for offering us great country music. If we didn't have these good, feel-good songs on a Friday, I don't know where we would be, but right now we'll play our second part of DLM music, A Little Dust on the Bop. Trio Williams. Lived down a dirt road He made homemade wine like nobody I know I dropped by one Friday night and said Can you help me Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me And I, I want to trade her right He said I got what you need son As we step down in the cellar He reached through the cobweb As he turned on the light He said There might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you About what's inside There might be A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things That gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing As I pulled up the driveway My old heart was racing As you climbed inside You stood over there close at me Drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade in that big red sky I reached under the front seat and said Now here's something special It's just been waiting for a night like tonight There might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you about what's inside There might be a little dust Good love, well it's like a fine wine It keeps getting better 
We'll put you in the right spirit here on a Friday. The Y'all Show with John Rawl. We're back with you. David Lee Murphy, one of his standards and one of the standards of a feel-good Friday. Of course, that song has eh, some 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 kind of suggestions maybe that you might want to pop up a top and, and have a good drink or two. Well, if you start to feel guilty after a while and you need to get away from some of this party music, well, here on the Y'all Show, see, we cover everything. And we're not afraid to talk about partying and we're not afraid to talk about the Lord and, and going in and asking forgiveness. Maybe when you party a little too much this week, I lost a great friend. Red Reynolds died at the age of 91. Red was my career inspiration for broadcasting. He gave me my first opportunity in radio in 1988 as the general manager of WBLR radio AM 1430 in Batesburg, South Carolina, I started on December 24th, 1988, playing music, and I've been doing it 30-plus years now. And I thank my friend Red, who was a World War II veteran, part of the greatest generation, and just a great friend for so many years. I really appreciate him and his wife, Doris, for everything they've done for me and just all the great conversations that we enjoyed. Red was not afraid to play Southern Gospel. Each Sunday on WBLR, Red went in there to have a, a show called Sunday Gospel. And although I didn't grow up with Southern Gospel, I have a I do have a respect for it. I'm not going to say I have a bunch of songs on my iPad ready to play at any time. Not something I grew up with. I grew up in a more formal Lutheran church setting is, is my background. But Southern Gospel, a big deal. But even in the Lutheran church, this song that I'm about to play is a standard. It's a song... That is across all Christian denominations. And this song that we're about to play was played at Red's funeral this week. It was the final song played. Well, no, I can't say that. It, it was the final Christian song played. And then they just had to spice things up on the as the body was led out of the church. They played Tiger Rag, the fight song of Clemson University, because Red and his entire family are and have been huge Clemson Tiger fans even back before they were winning national championships. And so Clemson had a big presence at Red's funeral this week. But How Great Thou Art was the song played to wrap up the church service. And I've heard this played in church on just regular Sunday mornings and I've heard it played at funerals and truly one of the great songs of our time. Now, do you know much about the history of this hymn? It actually comes from Sweden, and it was written by Carl Boberg, who lived from 1859 to 1940 in Monsters, Sweden. And he wrote this in 1885. It was translated into German and then into Russian, and it was translated into English from the Russian by English missionary Stuart K. Hine, who also added two original verses of his own. Now, the song was popularized by South Carolina's own George Beverly Shea and Cliff Barrows during the Billy Graham Crusades. 
It was voted the United Kingdom's favorite hymn by the BBC show Songs of Praise. And How Great Thou Art was ranked second after Amazing Grace on a list of favorite hymns of all time in a survey by Christianity Today magazine. They did that survey back in 2001. Boberg wrote the poem O Store Good, O Great God in 1885 with nine verses. And the inspiration behind How Great Thou Art, the inspiration for the poem came when Boberg was walking home from church near Kroenbach, Sweden, and listening to church bells. And a sudden storm got Boberg's attention. And then just as suddenly as it had made its appearance, it subsided to a peaceful calm, which Boberg observed over Monsteris Bay. And he got to writing. And we all know this song, such a huge hit for many throughout the last, well, he 1885, that's that been nearly 130, 40 years since the song's been written, but one of the all-time greats. I mean, ranking only behind Amazing Grace for favorite hymns. And I can, I can believe that. This Swedish medley from Carl Boberg, How Great Thou Art. Well, country music sweetheart Carrie Underwood, she cut this song back in 2008 and it was included on at least one album that she had. And I have a copy of this, and I'm going to play it for you right now because she does a great job. She's joined on this by Vince Gill. I think Vince is not only singing, but you're hearing Vince Gill's guitar play and Carrie Underwood, who has an amazing voice. This is one of the albums this is on is Greatest Hits Decade One, and we're going to listen to this now. Carrie Underwood from Oklahoma and Vince Gill from Oklahoma with this great Christian hymn, How Great Thou Art, in memory of my good friend Red Reynolds and perhaps in memory of some of your friends and loved ones who've passed away and perhaps this was played at their funeral, this a touching song on a Friday on the Y'all Show with John Rawls.
How Great Thou Art from Carrie Underwood alongside Vince Gill from 2008. That's when that recording happened. And it was played on the Grand Ole Opry. And we appreciate the great sound there. And again, we appreciate the incredible penmanship of Carl Boberg, the Swede who wrote that song back in the 1880s. The second greatest Christian hymn, according to a magazine uh, done about 20 years ago in a survey there. I'm not going to dispute that. Great, great song. Touching song. Make you a believer for sure. Well, we've got hashtag hullabaloo coming up on the Y'all Show. You don't want to miss it. I've gone through and have some good stuff to share with you. That's ahead. Don't go anywhere. Your skin does a lot for you. It endures the cold and sun and nights when you sleep with your makeup on. Tell it you love it back during the Love Your Skin event at Ulta Beauty with brands like Philosophy, Dermalogica, and Clinique. All 50% off with daily beauty steals. Plus, licensed skin experts will give your skin the love it deserves with customized facial treatments that fit your needs and goals. Hurry in now through January 26th for a gift with purchase from brands like Mario Badescu, Peter Thomas Roth, and Murad. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Shaquille O'Neal here. If you battle back or hip pain or knee or shoulder pain, you don't have to tough it out. You can just turn it off with Smart Relief from Icy Hot. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that safely block pain at the nerve level. It's simple, easy to use, and it's been clinically tested to start providing immediate relief for hours, even after you turn it off. So if you're battling pain, let Icy Hot help you win that battle. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. Use only as directed. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. Many experts warn of a stock market crash any day now. And if it's anything like the last two crashes, you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings in the Wall Street casino. Can you afford to lose half of your retirement savings again? Hey, you don't have to lose a penny because there's a better, safer way to save for retirement. And you can learn all about it in a free report. This is the report Wall Street and big banks desperately hope you never see. Why? Because this method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. It lets you take back control of your money and finances and it gives you penalty free access to your savings plus it beats the pants off any 401k or ira these are uncertain times so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security to get this free report go to bankonyourself.com right now that's bankonyourself.com bankonyourself.com Meandering through a Friday with you. This is the Y'all Show with your gracious host, John Rawl. Coming up in just a few minutes, we've got our final segment of the week. Don't want to miss out with news about new movies, NFL news, some NASCAR news. I'm going to close it all out with From Dixie Would Love, our unofficial fight song of the Y'all Show. At least our swan song, for sure. Each and every Friday we play that for you. Hope you enjoy it. Now, though, on the Y'all Show, you hear the music. You know what that means. It's hashtag hullabaloo time. Happy hashtag hullabaloo to you. This is where we dive into social media and things usually come our way, and we relay them 
often with some good humor, but sometimes they're informative things that we find. Yes, believe it or not, sometimes social media can be educational. I know that may be a little hard to believe, but yes, it is sometimes, not often, but sometimes true. And on hashtag Hubbaloo, we get things going on this Friday with a tweet from Southern Heathen 74. Hey, at least they're honest about it. I think I'm a heathen at times, not all the time, but this person says there are Southern Heathen, that's their handle, Southern Heathen 74. You may know Southern Heathen by the Twitter name ML Rivers 214. So thank you, ML Rivers 214, for clearing that up. But Southern Heathen 74 writes Skinner is a Southern institution. I was just a youngin' when Ronnie passed, but as I started playing music in my youth, Leonard Skinner helped form the musician I became. Down here below the Mason Dixon, we remember our heroes. Happy birthday, Ronnie. And put put on there, fly on free bird. And of course, he's referencing Ronnie Van Zant, lead singer of Leonard Skinner, who died in that terrible plane crash back in 1977. And earlier this week, it would have been Ronnie's birthday. He was born in 1948. And so there was an image put out by Southern Heaven of Ronnie's picture, and it put 1948 to 1977. Didn't even live to be, what, 30 years old, dying at 29, I think. Ronnie Van Zant, and he wasn't the only one that perished in that crash in South Mississippi. I won't say kind of like in rock and roll, they call that the day the music stopped when Buddy Holly's plane crashed in 59, but I think Southern rock was not quite the same after Leonard Skinner's singer died. Of course, they kept playing music. They still play music. But it's just not quite the same, in my opinion. And I'm not someone who is an expert on Southern rock. I certainly appreciate it. In fact, we play Southern rock tunes oftentimes here on the Y'all Show. It is truly one of the South's great music forms. But the sad part about Southern rock, we don't have a whole lot of it. If you think about it, the great music of Southern rock came in really one decade. And in some cases, only maybe in a five-year span of the 70s. We don't have Southern rock that continuously gets made in today's world. And I I think most people like Southern rock, even people who have no connection to this region like Southern rock. So maybe that needs to be the next big thing is a reboot of Southern rock in 2019. I love country music. I absolutely love country music, but folks, today's country music for the most part is horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And I am so ashamed, and I love radio, but I am so ashamed of what a lot of these so-called country music radio stations are providing listeners. The music is just horrible. It's horrible. And I know we love to promote country music on the show, but if you listen to most of our segments, when we do that with Precious, as you heard in hour one, a lot of that is talking about people who've made hits well in the past not necessarily these punks that they call bro country of today if you want to be a rapper go be a rapper don't be a country music artist but what happens in today's not not all and that's one of the great things about nashville and country music yeah we've got too much of the junk coming out but we still have good music we have good traditional country music also being made it hasn't completely flipped over but that's country music now i was telling you about southern rock 
I want to see Southern rock get made more and more because it's good music. And even a guy like me, who's a country music homer, will listen to Southern rock if it's good. And so let's make that happen. Even Leonard Skinner, who has the potential to still make music, perhaps they need to help be a part of the reboot of Southern rock. And I know some acts out there claim they're making Southern rock and and they may be making great music, but the sad part about it also I'm picking on radio here. Most of your radio stations aren't given any new acts, a lot of attention. It's, it's really asinine the way things are set up from a broadcasting standpoint and from a kind of getting through the checkpoints. There's so many checkpoints now in music that it's hard, hard to make a, a dent in anything. And that's why so many acts don't care about going the traditional route to fame and success because as independents, they can make a lot of money out on the road touring. And that's what a lot of them do. So the, the, you know, there's no magic route to success in the music industry. If there was, that's why everybody would do the exact same thing multiple ways. But right now, I know from a broadcasting standpoint, most country radio stations have sold out and have gone the lazy route and they don't have people who care about the music format and they're just playing whatever the records send them, the labels send them. And most of that is complete junk. Not all, but a lot of it is. Okay. Getting away from my music soapbox here for a minute. Let's go to Mary Harding on Twitter. She is MEH957. And speaking of music, She's a noted Wilco fan and a Topo Chico enthusiast. Well, I had to do some research here. I'm going to tell you what her tweet is, but I'm going to go back to her handle here, talking about Wilco as well as Topo Chico, because those are things I'm not totally sure what she's talking about. But she writes, really trying not to get into an argument about grits right now. Hashtag Southern. Who are you having an argument about grits with, Mary Harding? Golly. Uh, There's no argument to be had. Grits are awesome. Let's just settle the argument. Grits rock. I just had some grits today, and I mixed them up with cheese, put some eggs in there. One of my favorite things in the world is the combination of scrambled eggs and grits with some cheese. And if you could add a little bacon, even better. That is amazing, amazing stuff right there. So you didn't elaborate. I don't know exactly what your argument was about, Mary, but hopefully you won that argument. You deserve to win that argument. Hopefully you're on the side of grits. You better be. But going back to your other things that you put in your footnote on your profile, you're a noted Wilco fan and a Topo Chico enthusiast. Well, our y'all staff here. We've got the research in, and here is some information to pass along. See, we don't just entertain. We educate on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Wilco. Have you heard of Wilco? Well, Wilco is an American alternative rock band based in Chicago, Illinois. The band was formed in 1994 by the remaining members of alternative country group Uncle Tupelo following singer Jay Farrar's departure. I have heard of Uncle Tupelo an alternative country group, but not familiar, at least with the music of Wilco. But Wilco has had great success, and Mary Harding's a big fan. She told you that in her profile. Perhaps you like Wilco. 
but they are as we said from chicago illinois an alternative rock band got a lot of fans out there including mary harding now the other thing mary put in her profile she's a topo chico enthusiast t-o-p-o-c-h-i-c-o and now she lost me there i had no idea what that was so again the crack research team here at the y'all show has done the research and we will tell you what topo chico is in case you don't know topo chico is a sparkling water brand with a cult following and it actually is a part of the coca-cola company and it's giving coke an edge in the booming sparkling water industry listen to this topo chico sales grew roughly 30 percent in the first quarter of last year 30 percent sales growth of topo chico coca-cola acquired topo chico for 220 million dollars in october of 2017 However, the brand's history extends far beyond its deal with Coke. It goes back a long way. I think Topo Chico may be more than 100 years old. It actually bottled in a portion of northern Mexico, not far from the border with the U.S., and it was originally sold to Mexicans living in the U.S. many years ago, but now the success of it has grown to be with I guess we could call them Native Americans, Native U.S. people. The non-Hispanic audience likes Topo Chico as well. And and as we said, that's a heck of a growth. 30% in, in the first quarter of 2018 for this sparkling water Topo Chico. If you want to try it out sometimes, it should be available nationwide. And Mary Harding, we appreciate you sharing information about Topo Chico. I still have a hard time spending more than a dollar for water i just loaded up on some cheap water the other day at family dollar not dollar general family dollar they've got some water in there it's a whole gallon for a dollar and that's a little hard for me to spend money on but at least i'm getting an entire gallon i know if you go in a store sometimes you'll see a 16 ounce bottle or 20 ounce bottle for like two dollars for water and call me cheap i just I have a hard time shelling out two bucks for the same cost that it would cost to get a Coca-Cola for the sometimes cheaper. You can get Fanta, which is a drink I like a lot. Fanta's oftentimes around a dollar, a 20 ounce bottle in a gas station. Water, when it's more than a Fanta, I just have a, I have, I have real problems with it because I am a cheapo American. And I'll, I'll tell you, but I don't mind spending money too. Now, if I'm not that cheap, if it's, if it's something worthy, I have no problem splurging. Our next tweet comes from Rockstar Ninja Girl at R O C K S T R N I N G A G R L, Rockstar Ninja G R L on Twitter. And she writes, why the bleep? And she didn't put bleep. Why the bleep do you say please and thank you to Siri? Question mark, question mark. (laughs) And she writes, it's a habit. Once you have to, if you were raised right, bless your heart. Uh, So, yeah, why do you say please and thank you to Siri? Because it's a habit. One, you'd have to if you were raised right. Bless your heart. So she's saying that if you're a, a Southern native, as it appears that she is, or at least raised with Southern mannerisms, then when they ask Siri for help, they ask Siri, please, and thank you. That's good Southern mannerisms. Even, even Siri, Southern Siri wants to hear right 
I guess, mannerisms. And so, Rockstar Ninja Girls, thank you for bringing that up. We we appreciate that here on the Y'all Show. Well, we just told you um, about Toba Chico and, and how that's a big hit. Let me tell you about Sarah Harden. She's on Twitter at Sarah Harden 16, and she identifies herself as a Southern Belle. Men do be concerned, she writes. And then she puts a gif on her Twitter account that I've got to read for you here, if you don't mind, from Sarah Harden. And here's the gif. Lesson from a Southern woman. You're only helpless when your nail polish is wet. Even then, you could pull a trigger if you had to. (laughs) That's Southern redneck woman right there. Lesson from a Southern woman. You're only helpless when your nail polish is wet. But even then, you could pull a trigger if you had to. Golly. That's why I never mess with a woman. A woman or man that's getting their nails done. For sure. But yeah. Women have that ability. If you're a woman, God bless you. We love our women. But yeah, if you, you push a woman, they might just go get a weapon and, and, and pull the trigger, just like she's putting here in her tweet. Hope not. Don't want anybody to get hurt. But at least the threat, the threat that they could pull a trigger, even with wet nail polish on them, is enough to scare me. Let's go to the holy city of Charleston, South Carolina, for a tweet from GCRA. And that is the Greater Charleston Restaurant Association. They have a Twitter account, at Chaz Restaurants. That's at C-H-A-S Restaurants. And the Charleston Restaurant Association is a not-for-profit organization whose mission is to be the advocate for its member restaurants. So thank you, Greater Charleston Restaurant Association, for having this Twitter account and sharing information about your lovely city. And they put a tweet out this week called Enjoying a Low Country Staple at Pugin's Porch. Pugin's Porch, a great restaurant in the Charleston area. And their tweet says, You can't get much more southern than crab cakes over charred cream corn and fried collard leaves. And they have a photo of that. Well, those are things that I've heard of, but not necessarily with the way that they've got them prepared at Pugin's Porch. What a name, Pugin's Porch. P-O-O-G-A-N-S, Porch. On Twitter, at Pugin's Porch. Love the name. Love the food. But, of course, crab cake's not that unusual. But to have charred cream corn served along with fried collard leaves. Now, you're talking, you're listening to one of the barons of collard greens in the southeast. My family is really one of the leading growers of collard greens and turnip greens and mustard greens in the entire country. I kid you not. Google, if you just if you don't believe me, just Google collards and raw. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. But fried collard leaves? Now, that's a new one. Even yours truly, who grew up deep in the heart of a collard field, I've never even thought about frying a collard leaf. Now, I've seen mustard green leaves, and I've seen turnip green leaves used in a variety of things, sometimes as garnish. I've even seen it thanks to my friend Cleve and his wife, Kat. I saw them put mustard green leaves on a pizza over Christmas. And it may have tasted great. I don't know. I didn't taste it, but it sure looked pretty. I mean, green on a pizza, like a a collard or or turnip or mustard green leaf, you put that on a red and meaty looking pizza, it stands out and it really makes it look pretty. And I'm sure it tasted good. 
I just didn't have a bite of that delicious pizza. But it sure looks good. And you can go to Pugin's Porch in the little country, Charleston, South Carolina, and get you a good sample of this crab cakes. Charred cream corn. I love cream corn, but I've not had it charred. And fried collard leaves. This, for many, will be a long holiday weekend. If you've got an extra day allotted, perhaps you need to head to area code 843 and find great collard greens and cream corn served at Pugin Sports. Now, wrapping up our hashtag hullabaloo for the week, we've got a gif that we want to share with you. And speaking of women, we love our women. This is a tweet I found with a gif attached that says, a man's most precious jewel is the woman who walks by his side. <laughs> can I can I memorize that and use it on Valentine's Day? We're less than a month away from, certainly in my opinion, my very naive opinion, the goofiest holiday of the year. But they, we've got some other goofy holidays out there like Groundhog Day. That's not coming. That's not far from right now either, by the way. February's got some goofy ones for sure. Well, that will conclude our hashtag hullabaloo for today with all the goofiness thrown in there. When we come back after the Y'all Show, our final segment of the week, we'll take a look at movies. We've got NASCAR and NFL talk, and we'll wrap it up with From Dixie with Love. This is the Y'all Show with the General, John Rawl. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. Many experts warn of a stock market crash any day now. And if it's anything like the last two crashes, you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings in the Wall Street casino. Can you afford to lose half of your retirement savings again? Hey, you don't have to lose a penny because there's a better, safer way to save for retirement. And you can learn all about it in a free report. This is the report Wall Street and big banks desperately hope you never see. Why? Because this method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. It lets you take back control of your money and finances and it gives you penalty free access to your savings plus it beats the pants off any 401k or ira these are uncertain times so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security to get this free report go to bankonyourself.com right now that's bankonyourself.com bankonyourself.com It's the final segment here on this Friday Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. We're back here closing things out with a look at new movies hitting theaters this weekend. And the first movie to tell you about is a drama and a thriller as well called Glass. And this stars Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson. And I love anytime Bruce Willis is in an action film. Usually pretty good. I think that thing Red, wasn't he in Red? which is kind of a comedic look at an action film. That one maybe not going down as one of the greatest Bruce Willis films. But yeah, he stars in this movie that's out this weekend. And it's where security guard David Dunn uses his supernatural abilities to track Kevin Wendell Crumb, a disturbed man who has 24 personalities. <laughs> Let me guess, 
Wendell Crumb might be Samuel L. Jackson. I'm just guessing. I haven't seen the movie, but it's called Glass, and it's out this weekend with Bruce and Samuel L. Jackson in the lead roles. The Heiress is out right now, and it's a drama, and it stars Marguerite Arun and Anna Ivania, as well as Nilda Gonzalez. Not your typical lineup of actors and actresses in that, but The Heiress, it's out right now. Available this weekend is An Acceptable Loss, and this stars Jamie Lee Curtis and Tika Sumter, and it's about top U.S. security advisor Libby Lamb, who's threatened by associates from her dark past, including Rachel Burke, a steely commanding politician with an unwavering knack for achieving her goals. This is a drama thriller called an acceptable loss out this weekend. And our last brand new movie of the weekend, it stars Jody Whittaker and Rachel Deering. And it has a, a comedy drama feel to it called adult life skills. And Anna is stuck. She's approaching 30 living like a hermit in her mom's garden shed and wondering why the suffer gets ever bothered. This sounds something like a British film, if you had to ask me. How many times do we say suffragettes here in this country? Not very often. Jodie Whittaker is an English actress who is the big star in this movie, and you probably have seen her in the TV series Doctor Who. She plays the doctor. She's also been in other movies like Get Santa, and she was in, let's see here, Ashes. She played in that movie. But Jodie Whittaker, the star of this brand new movie out this weekend called, well, it's called Adult Life Skills out right now. Okay, looking at the NFL this weekend, we've got Championship Sunday coming your way. And on Fox Sunday afternoon, the first game will be the New Orleans Saints hosting the Los Angeles Rams in the NFC Championship game. That's a 3.05 Eastern, 2.05 big easy time kick from Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Will Drew Brees get his team back to the Super Bowl? Well, they're the favorite, but the Los Angeles Rams have had an amazing year as well, and it'll be a rematch. These two teams did play earlier in the season with the Saints prevailing. A good game expected in New Orleans between the Saints and the Rams. The last game on Sunday will be a 6:40 kick, 5:40 Central Time kick between the Kansas City Chiefs and the New England Patriots, that from Arrowhead in Kansas City as Patrick Mahomes looks to guide his team back to the Super Bowl. And I'm pretty sure Kansas City has not been in the Super Bowl since the 1960s. I think my memory's right on that. So it could be a big, big deal if KC gets back to a Super Bowl. They're, of course, one of the first teams to play in a Super Bowl, but they did not win that first game against Green Bay at Los Angeles' Memorial Stadium. But will Kansas City have a chance to not only go but win a Super Bowl We'll find out, but they got to get past the Tom Brady-led New England Patriots Sunday there at Arrowhead Stadium. Some good news on the NFL front to pass along. Former South Carolina Gamecock wide receiver and current Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey. Well, he's the guy that had the pass right in his arms last Sunday in the game that they had against New Orleans, and the ball bounced off his hands into a Saints defender and the saints were able to hold on because of that interception and win that game well alshon jeffrey's been getting a lot of support from eagles fans since dropping that pass and his most notable supports coming from a second grade class that wrote letters of encouragement to him this week 
And yesterday, Alshon Jeffries showed his appreciation by surprising the class with a visit. And that came there in Philadelphia with a great visit to the Westchester School. And and one of the notes from a student named Abigail said, it's okay to lose a game. You don't always have to win a game. We couldn't have won the Super Bowl without you last year. The letter read, I think you are an awesome player no matter what. Second grade class writing letters to Alshon Jeffrey. And what a great job by him to come out and thank the class. See, that's the kind of story we like. Hey, how about this fun story from former Auburn quarterback and current Carolina Panthers quarterback, Cam Newton. He got his first tattoo this week. And what what a what a unusual thing. Most of these NFL players are loaded up with tattoos. But Cam, who was the first pick of the 2011 NFL draft, then owner Jerry Richardson would not allow him to get a tattoo. And Newton has now revealed that his tattoo artist, Keith Bang Bang McCurdy, gave him his first tattoo on Monday, six months after Jerry Richardson sold the team to David Tepper. And Cam Newton said, he never said I could not get a tattoo or grow my hair. I was free to do whatever I wanted to. I should have said something the first time this came up years ago, but I cannot let this fly this time. I know football season is over and reporters are scrambling for news stories, but this ain't it. Stop with this. And I don't know if we know exactly what he got on his body, the tattoo. And I'm still looking, 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 looking. This is, I'll just have to look it up. I'm not sure what Cam Newton got it. I don't know if he's released the breaking news of what Cam Newton, maybe Superman. That's probably what he had, if I had to guess. Hey, how about golf this weekend? They're playing in La Quinta, California at the Desert Classic and California native Phil Mickelson is on top of the leaderboard. He shot 12 under after the first round. Other names of note in the playing field, Steve Marino is in there. Jonathan Vegas, uh, Venezuelan, he's in the top 10, as well as, let's see, C.T. Pan from, I think, Taiwan. And Daniel Berger, guy who's a former Florida State golfer, he's also in this tournament this weekend in California, the Desert Classic, as the... PGA Tour just kind of getting revved up. Speaking of getting revved up, NASCAR lost a true legend today as Hall of Famer Glenn Wood, the founder of Wood Brothers Racing, died in Virginia at the age of 93. Wood Brothers Racing made the announcement of his passing earlier today on social media. They wrote, it's with profound sadness that we mourn the passing of a team founder and family patriarch Glenn Wood this morning. We want to thank family, friends, our small-town Virginia community of Patrick County, as well as everyone in the NASCAR community for their unwavering support. Wood won four times as a driver and then became a team owner, and his team won 99 times, most recently with Ryan Blaney behind the wheel in 2017. So Wood Brothers, which is NASCAR's longest active team, losing their patriarch, Glenn Wood, at the age of 93. Well, that will wrap up our sports headlines and more here in our final segment of this Friday Y'all Show with your host, John Raw. We'll be right back here Monday with an all-new show. It will be Robert E. Lee and Martin Luther King's birthday come Monday that we'll celebrate it at least. And we'll discuss all things Southern as we do each and every day on the Y'all Show with your host. Have a great weekend. And in some places in the South, you might have some weather issues to deal with this weekend. Hopefully, you can get through that as easy as possible. We'll be again right back here all next week with more of the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. 
from Dixie with Love is going to send us out. Take care. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. Many experts warn of a stock market crash any day now. And if it's anything like the last two crashes, you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings in the Wall Street casino. Can you afford to lose half of your retirement savings again? Hey, you don't have to lose a penny because there's a better, safer way to save for retirement. And you can learn all about it in a free report. This is the report Wall Street and big banks desperately hope you never see. Why? Because this method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. It lets you take back control of your money and finances and it gives you penalty free access to your savings plus it beats the pants off any 401k or ira these are uncertain times so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security to get this free report go to bankonyourself.com right now that's bankonyourself.com bankonyourself.com